Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you this day with a heavy heart on this Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. As we are having a most contentious election in the midst of a global pandemic, we fear not only for ourselves, but also for our children, not only our country, but also for the rest of our world. As a nation, we, cl we cling to the ground because we see cracks in the foundation of our democratic tradition. Have a mercy on us and preserve our democracy. As you enlarge our understanding of your grace and truth, we will walk in the way of righteousness, Lord. Strengthen us now with your word in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the most precious, powerful, and protective name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Last time we heard Peter's first two exhortations to Gentile Christians. Peter told them to set the hope on the grace of a glorious Jesus who will come again, and also to be holy as obedient children of God, who is, you know, to holy God. Today we will hear the third exhortation in 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 17 to 21. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, Live out your time as a foreigners here in a reverent fear. For you know that it is not with a perishable things such as a silver or gold that you are redeemed from empty way of a life handed down to you from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Jesus, a lamb without blemish or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believed in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. Peter's third exhortation today is to live out our faith in this world with a reverent or holy fear. For us to live with a holy fear, Peter tells us two things to keep in mind. First, God is our Father and Judge. Later in chapter 4, uh, Peter said, God is ready to judge the living and dead with a judgment that begins with a family of God. Put simply, Peter says that if believers call Father who judges, uh, Father is the one who judges impartially, penetratingly, and absolutely honestly, then we better live in a fear of this God, for He is altogether holy and will judge justly. It is a very important biblical fact for everyone to reckon that God of the Bible is a judge of all. Once again, judgment of God does not scare us, but rather strongly comforts us and even thrills us. Judgment of God means the end of evil and injustice. That's what many Americans hope to see every four years whenever they are not happy with their previous presidents, senators, or governors. Right now, Venezuelans long for fair election because they, they, they get their uh, democratic tradition and privilege 
wrought by the dictator named uh, Maduro in the last two elections. You know, many North Korean refugees in South Korea, I heard that they cry when they cast their vote for the first time. They cry for their families in North Korea who have no power or even no idea to judge their evil ruler and the inhumane government. Judgment of God has been hope and prayer of a righteous and people of God in the Bible. Therefore, we shouldn't be anxious about judgment of God, but rather anticipate it with a hope and healthy fear. The other reason for holy fear is that we are redeemed with the blood of imperishable Lamb of God. Verse 18, Peter said, For you know it was not with a perishable things such as a silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of a life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, the lamb without blemish or defect, the lamb that God chose before the foundation of the world. Here Peter connects our, our coming judgment of God with the judgment that Jesus already received for us. Peter uses the word redeemed to describe our salvation. Redeem means buying out slaves' freedom as a redemption of a slave or a slave auction was a very common reality in ancient time. Here Peter tells us God paid incalculable price of his eternal son to save us or buy us back from the empty ways of the world. Thus, we should be better prepared for the judgment of God. In other words, you and I have the best preparation and the greatest advantage to stand before God's judgment. Christ's atoning death saves us from empty life that we are handed down from our ancestors and our culture. That's why Peter later tells us that household of God must be judged first because we receive the greatest blessing and love from God. You know, speaking about the greatest judgment, I mean, uh, advent, advantage to stand before God's judgment. I, I mean, uh, let, me, let me just say this. Once again, the obedient children of God and faith, for faithful followers of Christ, coming judgment of God it's not a crisis, but it's a comfort. It must be comfort. God's final judgment is what we pray for and live for to happen as soon as possible. As an early Christian shouted, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus quickly at the end of a book of Revelation. Any students who study diligently is ready to take a final exam. It's not apprehensive about exam but actually anticipated. Our attitude toward God's final judgment actually discloses our current faithfulness to God right now. Perhaps some of us are not excited about God's judgment because we enjoy this world and its affair too much. I really pray that we live each day, especially today, as faithful as possible to declare to the world that our God is a just, and His judgment is a coming to everyone. 
Let us really live today with a holy fear to our Father who judges everyone. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for redeeming us and preparing us better than anyone for the final judgment. We don't want to stand at your final judgment as a fearful defendant, defendant, but as a faithful, confident witnesses. We want to see your judgment against the evil and all evil doors. We want to be part of your justice, not only then, but also now and here on the earth. Help us live today as your children and citizens of your kingdom on earth. We pray all this in no other name, but in the name of Jesus, our precious Redeemer. Amen.